0: Hey guys, welcome to Introverted Opinions. We're your hosts, Brian and Haley, and we want to welcome you to our very first episode of this podcast. This podcast has been a long time in the making. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got to sit down and record this podcast, first episode for you guys. Uh, just as the title says, this is an introverted podcast, so me and Haley are certified introverts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Official Certification
0: official, yes. It's our <laughs> certifications hanging on the wall right behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much what this podcast is going to be about. We're going to be talking about our life experiences through an introverted point of view. So relationships, college, school life, you know, stuff like that of that nature. Um, we wanted to do this just you know out of fun.
1: We're all going through like a hard time right now. Uh, everything feels so disconnected from reality weird crazy so it's
0: a little distraction yeah ease our minds a little hobby we want to pick up uh we hope you enjoy and you hope you stay tuned for our coming episodes uh but for this episode we'll do a little introduction um for you guys i don't know my name is brian well i grew up in Crandall all my life i went to Crandall schools since pre-k all the way through graduation i'm 21 years old and i am a junior in college my major is education, mm-hmm. primarily early childhood. I do want to teach fifth grade science, but if I get stuck in math or anything like that, I mean, I'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much me, Haley. Um,
1: yeah, my name's Haley and um I've lived in Texas all my life. I've kind of moved around a bit, but I mostly stayed in or yeah, pretty much stayed in the Dallas area. Um in sixth grade I started going to Crandall with Brian but we didn't really start talking and becoming friends until junior year of high school so I had always kind of like known of him I think but I yeah I'd never really talked to him until junior year and then uh, we met through our uh, mutual friend Saya, and uh, it's just we've gotten closer ever since and now he is one of my closest friends and um Yeah. So now I'm 20 years old. (laughs) Uh, I'm a math major. I go to school with Brian at Texas A&M Commerce.
0: The dirty nurse, (laughs) as people like to call it.
1: And uh, I'm a junior. I don't know if I said that, but yeah. So just kind of living life. Um, I kind of, I hope to become a meteorologist someday. Uh, That will require some graduate school though. So that's kind of like my ultimate goal but in the meantime probably gonna be a mathematician of some sort i'm not really looking into going into teaching because i just don't feel like that's for me but
0: yeah i mean it's pretty funny you say that because i also for a time really wanted to be a meteorologist as well because i feel like that kind of stuff fascinates me like weather patterns and stuff Mm -hmm. especially like tornadoes and natural disasters even though it causes a lot of damage to people It actually kind of really fascinates me, and if I weren't to be if I weren't to be a teacher, I'd be a meteorologist.
1: Wow, (laughs) I forgot about that. All
0: right, so uh, the main topic for this episode is what is it like when an extrovert comes up to us introverts and tries to talk talk to us or be friends? Haley, do you want to start that discussion?
1: Um, yeah, it's like I guess my initial reaction when this happens, like, oh my gosh. I don't know how to respond like are they gonna think I'm weird like whatever I say back and I I guess I just kind of like stress about what I'm gonna say in response like for the moment and then once a conversation gets going I can kind of like keep going along but I generally I'll probably be like uncomfortable the whole time just because like I don't know this person I'm not really great at keeping conversations going especially if we're just talking about something trivial or like that I don't really know much about so like I guess it's my thought process throughout the whole thing and like if this person tries to continue to pursue a friendship like normally I'll just like go along with it like I won't really reach out to them or anything but if they like start talking to me I'll talk to them back and that's really how I met my best friend Zaya so it's been a good method for me Mm -hmm. in some points of my life to just go with the flow and whenever extroverted people talk to me just try to talk to them back the best i can but generally it's it's pretty stressful for me at first what about you
0: yeah i feel like pretty much the same if an extrovert or just anybody were to come up to up to me i would be like oh like who are you Mm -hmm. (laughs) what do you want what did i do wrong you know all these questions are going through my mind when it could be as simple as they just want to say hi or they just want to get to know you you know, like you said, it takes a while for us or me to open up to that person and be like, oh, you want to be my friend? <laughs> like with me? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, I mean, being an introvert, you kind of get intimidated when people come up to you for out of nowhere, especially if you don't know them. And like, even especially if you're in public, because you're over here just like, you know, mind your own business in your own in your own thoughts. And then someone randomly comes up to you. And now you're like faced with the situation like, oh, now what? What do I do? Mm -hmm. (laughs) For like the first conversation, I guess it's kind of like I would for myself, I would be like, oh, what do I say? Am I saying this right? Is it going to offend them? Are they offending me with what they're saying? (laughs) What are like how what's the best way to approach certain topics? Um, You know, just getting to know what is appropriate in that situation with that person
1: yeah i would agree with that like it takes a lot of navigating and i think that's part of the stressful i think that's like the stressful part for me like it takes a lot of energy takes a lot of navigation it's just a lot because you can't just like feel like you have to have your guard up the whole time like ready to respond and you need to know like how much you're gonna respond like how much of yourself are you going to reveal to this new person how much are they revealing what do you say to that like
0: like a story to go along with this and we'll we'll have multiple stories throughout this podcast uh we try to relate it back to like introverts and stuff like that but I remember one time I was at the mall and I was I guess I was like Christmas shopping or something like that and I was going to Hollister to buy some stuff and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's with every mall but there was like these people set up in the middle of the not the hallway but like the what would you call it
1: like, yeah, I guess, like, the walkway. Like, the walkway,
0: yeah, through, like, between the shops, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy, and he was selling, like, facial, like, creams and moisturizers and exfoliators and blah, blah, blah. And I could see, like, from a distance that he was pulling people from the walkway to, oh. like, talk to them. And I guess he was trying to sell them stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh, and, like, I'm already, like, thinking of all the things I'm, I'm going to try to say to, like, avoid him. But me being me, like, I can't say no. And then sure enough, I was walking up to the store and he was like, hey, man, come here. I was like, so like I walked over and he was like, hey. And like it felt like he was written from a script, like he had it memorized. And he was saying all these things about, you know, this is what this is. This is good for you. Like, here, give me your hand. Let me try it for you. And like he wouldn't let me say no. Like he just kept like going and going. And the whole time I was like trying to like ease my way out of this conversation. (laughs) But he wouldn't let me. And then at the end, he was like, here, tell you what. I'll give you the discount, you know. If you get this and this, I'll lower the price for you. But just for you, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. But, I, like, I knew he was selling that for everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just trying to get under my skin. At, at the very end, I was like, no, like, I don't have enough money. Like, you know, thank you, though. And I'm going <laughs> trying to, like... He's like, oh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. And then what's funny is like, I walked into Hollister and probably bought, like, a hoodie or something right mm-hmm. after that. Oh,
1: <laughs> huh, yeah. Those kind of... That reminded me of a story actually that I completely forgot about until now but uh, one time my sister and I went to Walmart um, to get something like really quick Uh, and this was I think like August so yeah it wasn't it wasn't too long ago but we came back out and got in the car and we were sitting there for a minute because I think I was just um, gathering myself and my things and stuff before we started to head out and then all of a sudden I look over and there's this guy like on the passenger side of my car where my sister is and my sister's younger than me she's 14 and so I was like uh what's this guy doing and I mean he didn't look like he was trying to kill us but (laughs) he was like 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 kind of waving and I I like looked and I thought maybe he was like looking at somebody on the other side of my car so I turned around there was nobody there and then I looked back and he was like gesturing like yeah like I'm talking to you i was like oh god um (laughs) i rolled down the passenger side window and he like took his mask down like he brought his mask down um and you know i take like mask precautions pretty seriously so i was like really nervous that he was just like standing there right like very near my sister talking without his mask on Mm -hmm. and he started talking about like i mean he he seemed like Pretty nice he was talking about his church or something like that and i didn't want to um be rude but i was kind of like i (laughs) i knew i was looking uncomfortable i (laughs) right i was so uncomfortable like i didn't know what to say to him i didn't want to tell him to like go away or please put your mask on (laughs) because i didn't want to be like rude (laughs) and then he was like yeah you seem pretty uncomfortable and i was like (laughs) yeah (laughs) "Yeah, i'm sorry i'm just uh Like, you know, with everything going on. He was like, yeah, yeah. And he still didn't put his mask up. And I was thinking in my head, like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. I mean, you're a grown man talking to two, like, young women. uh, In the parking lot. In the parking lot at Walmart. (laughs) And you don't have your mask on, like. And that's, like, something I wish I could have said to him. Like, why are you being this dumb? Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, I'm going to be uncomfortable right now. And uh, eventually, he, like, walked away. But, like. Yeah, it's those kinds of situations that make me really nervous. And I guess in those situations, they're not really trying to become your friend or yeah. anything. But like, it's still really hard to know what to say and like
0: or how to say no. Yeah, or how get, to get say away no. from me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that was like a really weird experience. But are there some ways that you try to avoid extroverts, like, or situations where you might run into people? That you think are going to try to talk to you.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, for instance, like at a mall or something. If I'm by myself, I would... Normally, I don't even make eye, eye contact with anybody. But, you know, that's one thing, you know, avoiding eye contact to avoid that conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, just keeping to yourself. Sometimes I, you know, just pretend I'm in a rush to get, the, to get out of the store real quick or any kind of situation. Other than that, I guess I just try to avoid, like, really big gatherings like at parties or school events, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, uh, if I'm, like, walking in my dorm building at the same time as someone, (laughs) sometimes if I'm able, I'll, like, take a different direction. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it's a long way out of the way. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I've done that. (laughs) Or
1: I'll, like, try to slow down and walk really slow (laughs) so they can just get far ahead of me. Or, like, if I go to the library, or in the past if I've gone to the library, I'll try to sit, like, nod around under other people just to try to avoid that like conversation last year when we went to the cafeteria at our school I would like sit on the side where you can't really sit with a whole bunch of people because the table was kind of against the window and you just like sat facing the window I would sit there a lot just to avoid <laughs> running into people that I would know so that way I could eat lunch in peace yeah because like Sometimes you see someone you kind of know and then you feel like obligated to go like eat with them and then it's like kind of weird and you don't know what to say. You're just trying to eat your lunch. But those situations are kind of stressful too. Like it still takes a lot out of you sometimes.
0: Yeah, and I would even avoid going to lunch by myself just to avoid that (laughs) because like having to sit by yourself at lunch.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, I always get scared sometimes that, like, people are going to see me sitting by myself and think that I'm lonely and that I want someone to sit with me, but I don't. But it's actually quite the the
0: opposite. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like, I'm perfectly fine. I'll just, like, watch something on my phone or something like that.
0: Right. And then another situation for me is, like, in elevators. I don't know why, what it is, but when I get into an elevator with somebody else that I don't know, it's kind of like such an awkward, like, such a tense situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what to do. Like, you don't want to be on your phone because you don't want to make it seem too obvious that you're fake. Like trying to avoid them. But then also, like, you can't just stare off into space in a little <laughs> tiny elevator. So at the dorms, when, we, when I lived there, we, we lived on the fourth floor. And if I saw, like, even just one person walk into the elevator on the first floor to go up, I was like, nope, going up the stairs <laughs> and do the extra cardio just to get up to the fourth floor. You know, I mean, the fourth floor wasn't that bad, but just trying to avoid the elevator and the awkward situations were always were pretty weird.
1: I guess some situations you can't really avoid talking to people. Like uh, our friend, Saya, she started wanting to go to um, the little country club and commerce and um, to go dancing and stuff. And I was like, like, okay, I'll go. Like, because I mean... I don't really get that nervous and stuff as long as I'm with people that I know. Mm -hmm. And so I went like a few times with her and uh, we danced and it was fun. And there was like a few other people there that we knew. It was kind of crowded, but like, I mean, I just didn't like talk to other people or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. And then one time we uh, asked um, you and uh Keelan if you guys wanted to come and uh it was I mean I could tell that y'all weren't really like enjoying it (laughs) as much as we did um how were you feeling during that time
0: yeah like as you said me and Keelan didn't really want to go but you know you got to do those experiences at least once in your life and because I never I would never see myself going Anytime time after that, <laughs> but you know, you gotta go once. So I went, we went, and I mean, it was fun, but it just wasn't, you know, I don't like to dance. Mm-hmm. And I don't like people seeing me dance if I don't know them. So it takes a lot for me to, you know, break through that little uh, self-conscious shell, I guess. And so, you know, we just stood from the sideline watching, like, mm-hmm. watching everybody else dance and have fun, which is still fine for me, you know, as long as I'm in a good environment. It was fun. Maybe down the road we'll probably do it again, but you know, we've got to wait for COVID <laughs> mm-hmm. to settle down. But you know, sometimes it's fun just to let loose and dance and do whatever you want, <laughs> as long as it's safe. <laughs> but uh, I remember that day. You did have somebody ask you to dance.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I we were like all standing around, you know, in a little corner and. I'm um, just kind of like grooving, talking, whatever. And then this guy came over and he was like, uh, "Like, do you want to dance? And I was like, <laughs> uh, sure. I didn't know what to say. I mean, I didn't want to say no because I didn't want to be rude. But like, mm. I'm not really good at dancing in general, but especially not with another person. Um, but so we started dancing and it was like really weird. Was it we...
0: slow dancing or was it like a beat? I don't remember what Um, music was playing.
1: It was, like, some kind of country song, so, like,
0: Like I think it might have been
1: in the middle. Yeah, like, some kind of two-step or something, Hmm. Um, which I obviously (laughs) was not good at. (laughs) (laughs) I kept messing up, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not good at it, and he was like, well, it's okay, and he kept, like, talking about, like, yeah, just, like, awkward. awkward. He had really (laughs) awkward conversation topics, I guess, especially for like dancing with someone what <laughs> was
0: like an example of that
1: um well not to get too heavy <laughs> on topics but there i think a week or so before that um there had been a shooting incident oh, yeah, yeah. at a homecoming event for our school mm-hmm. and uh he like just brought that up and started talking about it he's like did you hear about the shooting i was like yeah i mean i did <laughs> <Go there. laughs> Um, So I was like, yeah, I heard about it. Um, And I don't know, it was just super weird. And then when we were done, um, we kind of like parted ways. And then he like turned back around and came over and he was like, oh, can I have your Snapchat? And like, I used to be very um, scared of giving out any of my social medias or phone number or anything like that. Because I felt like it was just instilled in me like as a child not to... Um, give out personal information like that. So it made me kind of nervous, but I was like, okay. Um, and I mean, I've, I've gotten less nervous about that as time has gone on, but um, then he like never even messaged me after that, which I was fine with because I, <laughs> I would have not wanted to reply or right. anything. So it was just a weird experience overall. And it <laughs> that was very stressful too. Um,
0: and it was funny because like shortly after that club, that same day we went to like talk about to eat, like, you know, late night. And who do you guess who was there? You know, that same guy was yeah. there.
1: <laughs> Him and his friends were there, and I was like just trying to like hide, you know, not be noticed. <laughs> I think he probably saw me. He just chose not to acknowledge me, yeah. which I was grateful for.
0: And then to add on to like the introvert stuff, uh, in high school, my junior year, um, I was in Margin band throughout the high school throughout my high school career. But junior year, one of the drum majors, the head drum major, came up to me and she was like, hey, like, would you want to be drum major? And for those of you that don't know, drum major in the band is the one that conducts the band. You know, they're pretty much like a mini band director in a way. And so in order to be that role, you have to be like really authoritative, very loud. You know, you got to have your voice be heard and all that. And me being introverted and shy, hardly like talk and in band I was like oh like no like I don't think I'd ever do that and she's like oh like why not like I feel like you'd be really good at it and I was like no like you know I don't think I'll just stick with my trumpet and just you know march and so but really like deep down like that little like moment like sparked a little light bulb or something and I kind of like made my day like wow like this person Selena shout out to you she kind of like made my whole day that that one day, and like later on, I was like, you know what, like maybe I do want to do drum major, <laughs> which is like a silly thought at the time. But I mean, I went to the practices, I auditioned, and I came out to be one of the head drum majors for my senior, year, which was pretty cool. And there were times where I was like, oh, well, I don't know if this is right. Like, should I be doing this? But it was a good experience. I'm like, I'm you know, I'm glad I did it and stepped out of my comfort zone, and it really showed how fun it could be to do to get out of your comfort zone
1: yeah like it's cool how experiences like that can really uh like change your perspective on things because I feel like especially since I've come to college I've really tried to um I guess branch out more um put myself out there put myself in situations where I do have to interact with people it's been like a cool journey because I feel like I've come a long way. Like, I've joined different clubs and organizations. And, like, now I'm the vice president of the math club. Which, (laughs) I wouldn't have ever, like, imagined uh, that when I was in high school or anything. And I wouldn't have ever imagined, like, having such a close-knit group of friends like y'all. And, like, being so open and close with you guys. So, it's been a real, like blessing and treasure to uh get to spend my college years with you guys so far oh it's just it's cool like not that there's anything um wrong with being introverted because Mm it i mean it definitely has its downfalls sometimes but sometimes it can be a strength too and
0: yeah for sure um,
1: so like not to downplay that or anything or or say like oh i don't want to be introverted i'm trying my best not to be like like, it's important to have personal growth, but it's also important to recognize that you are who you are and you're enough. And, you know, you have your own strengths and weaknesses and, and everything. So,
0: And, like, it's not a, it's not having to change yourself in order to fit in. Like, that's not going to do you any good in the long run. If you want to change for yourself, you know, good for you. But if you're an introvert and you're happy the way you are, like, you know, just just stay like that. Sometimes the world needs extroverts and introverts. <laughs> mm-hmm. They need both. Both are just as important. So, you know, never change who you are.
1: Yeah, I mean, could you imagine like a world like with only extroverts, or a world with only introverts? A world
0: of only size. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that would be cool because size cool. But I could imagine like ec- like a whole bunch of extroverts with different personalities.
0: Oh my gosh, that would be. Imagine a world, wild. a world, a full of Donald Trumps.
1: <laughs> that would be wild. to say the least. (laughs) And then (laughs) like on the flip side, if you had a world full of introverts, I feel like
0: nothing would get done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It'd just be like a world full of awkward interactions (laughs) and very long processes to make friends. And (laughs) it it would be crazy either way. So yeah, the world does need a good mix of people. And I think it's cool to interact with both introverts and extroverts, it's interesting to see how each person's mind works and how they feel about social settings and how they go about things. Yeah. And we'll explore that more in that next episode too.
0: I remember like my freshman year in college, I was a music education major actually for like the first month or so. And after that month, I decided to switch to education, just regular education to be a school teacher. And one of my classes was a business class that we all had to take, which I, if I had a choice, I wouldn't have taken it, (laughs) but I took it. And since I joined the class so late, I wasn't able to join a group for a group project we had to do that was due at the end of the semester, which was kind of like the final exam in a way. And so since I joined late, I had to be by myself and that class was well over 100 students, which is probably my biggest class up to date, besides marching band. But um, had to do like little presentations throughout the semester, like every once in a while to see where we were at. And I remember my first presentation, I was so nervous, especially mm. you had to stand in front of the whole class and like project your voice, because it was one of those classes that have like rising like rows mm. of seats in a way, like a typical college class. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. And like part of my project wasn't finished yet. And I had to tell the professor that. And he was like, why is it not finished? I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, it's just, it's not finished, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I went back up to my seat. And I sat at the very back, by the way. <laughs> just one for being an introvert and in two for joining the class. So like... But anyways, the girl next to me, her name was Renee or is Renee. And she was like starting to talk to me. And I was like, oh, wow, like who's, who's this person? But she was pretty cool. And she ended up giving, like, recommendations for, like, stuff that I should do my project project on and, like, do this and that. And it was one of those moments where when an extrovert reaches out to you and you're like, oh, like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Or why is she talking to me? But she was actually, like, really sweet and, like, you know, I could tell, like, we could be friends. And then, sure enough, throughout the semester, we had a few more classes. And the next year, we had even more classes. And we got to know each other more. And we're now, we're like, we're pretty good friends now. And it really just takes that one person you know in a class of 100 students to make you feel like you know appreciated or like welcomed in that class
1: yeah that's, that's something really cool about extroverts too like because i mean i would want to be that person for someone but i just know that it's definitely not as likely for me because i'm i'm just probably not gonna reach out to people. <laughs> yeah but like it's cool that extroverts have the ability to reach out to those who are too scared to say something first mm-hmm. and like help people along
0: And it just takes that one person to like change your whole life mm-hmm. or your whole college career like if it wasn't for her like i would have just been in that class you know by myself and like not talk to anybody
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but i like, we developed a friendship and we're pretty cool
1: uh i don't this is kind of like off topic but uh, I was thinking about it, and I forgot that I used to do this. I still kind of do this with other things, but mm-hmm. whenever you were in school like, and you were in a class with a whole bunch of misbehaving students, did you ever daydream about just standing up and being like, everybody shut up and listen? Oh <laughs> like, I wanted to do that so many times, and I was always so scared, and I wanted everybody to be shocked, like, oh my gosh, the quiet girl's like, telling us to shut up. We better shut up.
0: You know, actually... I think I did do that once oh. like in like in 5th grade. I think or maybe 4th grade, one of those. Probably even 6th grade, but I feel like we were in like a we were in tables obviously in class. Mm-hmm. And this one kid was like talking like so loud and like being disrespectful and so, like to the point where I was like I don't even remember what I said, but I was like, you know, stop talking, you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> and then, like everybody was like shook like, "Oh, Brian just said that." <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, even, like, in high school, I remember, like, I just, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when people disrespect the teacher. Because mm-hmm. I guess maybe because I'm a future teacher, yeah, I wouldn't want my students to disrespect me. So when I was in school, I was like, I don't see why y'all think it's cool or funny to disrespect a teacher or, like, a substitute. But, yeah. yeah, there was a few times where I was like, okay, I'm going to say something. <laughs> and, and like, like, stand up and be like, can y'all just shut up? <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, we never worked up the courage to do that. <laughs>
1: I know I I always wanted to do it so bad like (laughs) uh, I I, I wish that I had the courage to do that at least once but Mm -hmm. because I was in some pretty bad classes throughout like school and I would I was always you know quiet and I tried to be like as good as possible right and like everybody else is making me so mad (laughs) Uh, and then I still do that sometimes like if somebody um did something kind of rude or like said something that was like really off-putting and at the time I don't really do anything I get like flustered but then later on I'm like thinking about all of these things that I should have said <laughs> uh like like how I could have really like shown them like uh how rude they were and like like really like blown their minds with like some great comeback or something yeah I feel like I do that way too much.
0: <laughs> and then you like you go home and be like, "Dang, I should have said this. I should have done that." Even mm-hmm. though like, you know you would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that happens a lot. Like at my job, you know, working in retail, you always have those customers that like are being really rude to you for no reason. Mm-hmm. And like, it's your job to be like, you know, be remain calm and positive, and like, you shouldn't let your want urge to like say something bad about them or say something back to them. But you know. In my head, I'd be daydreaming about stuff that I want to say to them, mm-hmm. and then when I come home, I'm like oh, I should have just said it anyways, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, it's not worth losing your job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it happens way too often in retail. I know I'm not the only one.
1: Well, see, there's another benefit of being an introvert because it really <laughs> helps you to keep your cool sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, even if
1: not like by choice.
0: Yeah, especially.
1: But yeah, that's uh, pretty much a wrap for this episode. Uh, I hope we provided some good insights into introvertedness. um, If you aren't already an introvert, any listeners out there. Mm -hmm. Um, In next week's episode, you will uh, be able to get an extroverted point of view with our special guest, Saya. And we also have another special guest, Elizabeth, who on the is an introvert. introvert. Team. <laughs> We're going
0: to outnumber the extroverts.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, that episode will be pretty interesting. Uh, you'll get to hear from two of our closest friends and get to hear some uh, various points of view on things.
0: And some fun stories to go along with that. Mm-hmm. We try to keep things entertaining for y'all. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at Introverted Opinions Podcast. And we also have a Twitter at Introv Opinions. Uh, feel free to ask us questions on there or your topics you want us to talk about it doesn't necessarily have to be about introverts or anything like that but we could always relate it back to that so if you want to know anything about us or anything like that just feel free to ask as always we look forward to uh, having y'all listen to our podcast next week and we hope you all have a great day bye guys bye y'all